Hello, everyone, and welcome to the newest episode of the Fangirl Report. I am your host, Catherine Mora. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you have not yet already, please don't hesitate to subscribe, leave a rating, a review. I really appreciate it. And as always, we're just going to jump right into it. Episode 6 of WandaVision. Spoiler alert, if you haven't yet watched the episode, hit pause, watch the episode, and then come right on back. Spoilers are coming in 3, 2, 1. Oh my gosh, how insane was this episode? I feel like I say that every single week, but it's true every single week. Like, Marvel just keeps improving and doing better and better. Not that they had much to improve to begin with, they were already doing amazing, but I feel like this show just keeps going beyond all expectations and, like, beyond our wildest dreams. So there's two things in particular from this episode that I really want to focus on, and I kind of touched on them a little bit last week in um, the episode 5 podcast episode, but now I'm going to go a little further just because we have more information, and that's Pietro Maximoff and Director Hayward. So starting with Pietro Maximoff, just because you guys know I have been so happy seeing Evan Peters on this show, and I'm so excited to see, you know, if he's actually Peter Maximoff from the X-Men universe or if he's Pietro kind of reincarnated in a different way. Anyway, this episode kind of gave us a little more information, but a lot more questions at the same time. So first of all, I don't know if anybody else noticed this, probably, but in the opening credit sequence, it said Pietro Maximoff as himself. That is the only, he's the only one who had that like as himself, like everybody else who just had their names. For him, it was Pietro Maximoff as himself, so that kind of raises the question, is he actually Pietro? Is this somebody else influencing the, the TV series to kind of convince Wanda that it is Pietro when it's really not? I'm not sure, but I am glad that they let him keep his powers, that he has the super speed, because it's been so fun to see Evan Peters with the super speed, like, special effects that Aaron Taylor Johnson had, so they're really meshing the characters together, and that's kind of a theory that I have now in terms of, like, who this person is. I do think, still, that he is Peter Maximoff from the X-Men movies, but because Wanda can't necessarily revive the uh, Pietro Maximoff, the Aaron Taylor Johnson character, because, you know, he's been dead for a long time, his body has decomposed, I think that she maybe tried to merge the the consciousness of Pietro and Peter, because a lot of times in, in WandaVision, he's saying things that's kind of like talking about Pietro, not necessarily in the third person, but like almost like he's detached from the memories or from the situation. I mean, he even says, I remember getting shot for no reason and then hearing you calling me. So if it's Peter Maximoff, he would think that he got shot for no reason because, you know, Peter Maximoff is a lot faster than Pietro Maximoff, just based on things that we've seen in the movies. I mean, Pietro got killed by bullets, whereas Peter was able to save a bunch of people from an exploding building. It just doesn't make sense if it is Peter. It wouldn't make sense in his mind that, you know, he got shot and died. On the other hand, if it is Pietro, then it's funny because then even Pietro knows that his, his death was so lame. But then you have that moment where Wanda sees his dead body, similar to how she saw Vision's dead body, but it's still Evan Peters, but with the bullet wounds that Pietro Maximoff had instead of, you know, Peter Maximoff. So whether it really is supposed to be Pietro's consciousness within Evan Peters, uh, Peter Maximoff, or if it's just Wanda's own mental state just deteriorating entirely... I'm not sure yet, um, but it's it's definitely one of those things that Marvel is throwing in there to confuse us even more. There's something else that I noticed too. 
Wanda says to P uh, Pietro, I'll turn you into a pickled herring. My mind immediately registered that as a red herring. So I don't know if that was intentional on Marvel's part or if they're throwing things like that and like, you know, the, the dead body scene to throw us off the trail even more. Because to be fair, Pietro is acting really, really suspicious in this episode. He's asking all these questions about how did Wanda do this? And he's saying things that like Wanda doesn't necessarily understand. He avoided her question when she was trying to see if he remembered stuff from the orphanage. He's acting really suspicious. I'm not going to deny that. But that line that Wanda had about the, the herring, it's really giving me pause. Like, is that meant to make us not suspect him? Because he is being too suspicious. Like, it's, it's if he turns out to be Mephisto or somebody else, it's going to feel super obvious. Like, Marvel didn't even try to, to surprise us at this point. He also says things like, your brother suppressed a lot of the trauma, as in, as if he wasn't her brother. So again, that takes me back to my theory. Is it Mephisto? Is it just a random guy? Is it Peter Maximoff who has Pietro's Maximoff kind of meshing in with his own, like the two minds coming together? It's it's very confusing and I'm really looking forward to seeing how this turns out because I, I need answers. Marvel, I really, really need answers. Regardless, Elizabeth Olsen and Evan Peters, the way they play off of each other, I really enjoy it. Uh, it's not the same as Elizabeth Olsen with Aaron Taylor Johnson, obviously. But I think that there's a level of chemistry that these two have that just makes the tension, be the, like the scenes with all this tension, just that much better. And that's just another reason why I want Evan Peters to stay because I think that in future projects, he and Elizabeth Olsen can really continue to do good work together. Switching gears now over to director Hayward. Now, if you remember in my last episode, I theorized that Hayward's goal is to retrieve Vision's body for the sole purpose of creating weapons. And based on this episode, it looks like I was right. He had a tracker or some sort of trace that was specifically tracking Vision and Vision alone, which the Hexagang, I didn't make this up. This was something I saw on, on the internet. Um, Jimmy Woo, Monica Rambeau, and Darcy Lewis, people are calling them the Hexagang now, which is adorable but that's besides the point the hexagang discovers that you know director hayward had this way to trace people inside the inside the hex and he was tracking vision specifically and the fact that as soon as he see he sees vision getting close to the barrier he sends a team with him to go to the barrier to see if they can prop most likely to see if they can retrieve his body after he he gets out of the out of the hex and my theory about him wanting to kill Wanda to make the illusion go away was also correct because he outright states to Monica that, you know, if we if we don't kill her, this isn't going to stop. But Monica brought up a really good point that who knows what's going to happen if Wanda dies. Like, I, I assumed as well, uh, as well as Hayward did, that if Wanda dies, it would all just go away. Monica makes a good point, though. Who knows that you know, if Wanda dies, whether or not the Hex will actually go away, would it expand? Would it become this irreversible, you know, curse, so to speak? So, you know, it's it's a little risky um, trying to kill off Wanda Maximoff. I don't think Marvel's going to do it. Again, I've said it before and I'll say it again. I am convinced that they are setting her up to be the villain in the next Doctor Strange movie, but who knows? There is a theory that I've seen online. It's not mine. It's by um, his username on TikTok is theories by T. 
and essentially it's that Wanda and the Scarlet Witch are two different people. The, the Scarlet Witch takes over Wanda and does, you know, the, the darker moments, the, the moment where she used her powers to turn the guards against Hayward, because you see that difference between that and then when she was arguing with Vision as to whether or not she was controlling Westview. Speaking of controlling Westview, that scene where Vision's like on the outskirts of town and like people just aren't moving or they're glitching, that was so creepy. It was like, like I was just staring at it like, ooh, this isn't good. And I think it's because Wanda's powers can't necessarily reach that far. That was my first theory. But then towards the end when she expands the hex and you see everything changing and the people are still moving actually. So I don't know if it's actually whether or not her powers can't reach that far to control everyone or if it's more of a matter that she can only control a certain amount of people, if she only has people, you know, acting out their parts when she and Vision and her family are nearby. Since she wasn't with Vision, she wouldn't know to like kind of, you know, activate everyone for a lack of a better term. But if that theory about Wanda and the Scarlet Witch being two different people, because remember, when Monica comes back out of the hex, Hayward asks Jimmy Woo if Wanda has any other aliases or nicknames, to which Jimmy Woo says she does not, meaning that the people in the MCU don't actually refer to Wanda as the Scarlet Witch. So this could uh, this could be how Marvel does the, the villain for Doctor Strange too, if they decide to use her. It's not necessarily Wanda, it's this like alter ego, like darker personality of the Scarlet Witch. And I think the Scarlet Witch might be stronger than Wanda is. All right, moving along. I just want to point out a few little moments that I really appreciated in this episode. The twins getting their powers. Um, I'm really excited. I didn't think that was going to happen until later, if whether they age themselves up more or just, you know, Wanda's magic affecting them somehow. I thought it was going to happen a little later, so it's pretty cool that they already have their powers now. That's going to be really fun to see develop. The costumes. So Wanda's costume, Vision's costume... Uh, Pietro and Tommy having the same, you know, matching outfits. That was adorable. A great nod to the comics. I'm really happy that Marvel did it. Also, I didn't think I could simp anymore for Jimmy Woo, but I was wrong. <laughs> when he started, you know, punching the guards and then Monica has the moment like, oh, Monica just kind of stands there like, we're doing this. And then she also starts fighting the guards as well. That was great. You know, team Hexagang for the win. But Darcy, I'm I'm really I'm I'm really concerned about Darcy. Um, her getting caught in the hex. Not gonna lie though, 90s and early 2000s Darcy outfits are gonna be on point. But I am concerned for her for her mental well being. Also, we got we kind of got a half answer as to where the kids were for you know the first five episodes of the show. Pietro kind of suggests that they were probably sleeping in their beds. Wanda just was leaving them alone which is nice of her. However, now they're awake. Will she continue to keep them awake in Westview? Or will she just kind of, you know, send them all all back to sleep? I guess we'll find out next week. And as for Vision's kind of sort of death scene where he was like peeling away and withering to nothing, that was really intense. Um, I don't exactly understand what the what the deal is with that because we can kind of see in episode five that his body was torn apart uh, by sword whether they were studying him because he said that in, in his will that he wanted to donate his body to science 
or they were doing it for more nefarious reasons, that's not necessarily the same thing as like his body being peeled away into nothing the way it was happening in this episode. So I don't know if it was Wanda's magic trying to pull him back into the hex or if it was just that he was out of the hex and her magic was kind of losing control of him and he was dying as a result. Let's, I mean, the possibilities at this point are endless. Marvel keeps surprising us and I'm enjoying it so far. Well, all right, everybody, that's all I have for you this time. Thank you so much for tuning in. Again, don't hesitate to subscribe, leave a rating, a review. I appreciate your time. I appreciate you. Bye, guys.